Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome our guest moderator, news editor of Empire Magazine, Chris Hewitt. Hi everyone, thanks for coming out. Now, I know you already know that Joss Whedon is a genius behind Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Firefly, Serenity, Dollhouse, a little movie called Avengers Assemble, and now he's teamed up with an unknown writer called William Shakespeare for a unique take <laughs> on Much Ado About Nothing. Before we meet Joss and his stars Amy Acker and Alexis Denisov, let's take a look at the trailer. In mine eyes, she's the sweetest lady that ever I looked on. By this day, she's a fair lady. Thou dost love fair hero, thou shalt have her. I give myself for you. I will bring Signor Benedict and the Lady Beatrice into a mountain of affection. Are you sure Benedict loves Beatrice so entirely? Benedict. I will be horribly in love with her. The lady is disloyal. Hero, pray you dissuade him from her. He will assist me. To the death, my lord. I love you. So much of my heart that none is left to protest. Sweet hero, she's wronged. Bid me do anything for thee. Kill Claudio. You are a villain. Please welcome Joss Whedon, Amy Acker, and Alexis Denisov. Well, well, well. Some of these people have been queuing up since 6 a.m. Is this true? Is this true? Oh, my okay. goodness. Okay. Where um, are all these people? <laughs> they <laughs> fell asleep, I guess. They've been up since 3 a.m. They're the invisible people. So. Um, so, Joss, you shot this movie in 12 days in your house while you were editing The Avengers. That's not usually how filmmakers take a break from making the third biggest movie of all time. How, exactly how did this come about? Um, this came about because I had made this enormous movie, and, and um, in... Albuquerque and away from my home and away from my friends and away from um, any sense of fun or uh, integrity or dignity. No, I, just, <laughs> I, you know, I was at that process after an incredibly grueling shoot uh, in the editing where you're just, you're, you're lost, all your, you feel everything being taken away, you don't know what you're doing. And my wife very rightly at the end of the shoot said, what you need to do instead of going on vacation, is, is make a movie of Much Ado About Nothing with starring these guys. And I said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, it, you know it, it does relax me because um, we're doing something that we love. And yeah. doing it in that quickly means that every day we've accomplished, like we've, uh, we've laid out an entire scene. It's played out. You know, we play them out in long masters 
So it's not it's not like you're constructing something. It's almost like you're watching theater when you're doing it. Okay. And uh, and and Amy and Alexis, you're playing Benedict and Beatrice. Uh, how quickly did this come together for you? How how far in advance do you know about this? I think we we had about um, is this you can okay. <laughs> I think we had about uh, a little two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, Joss actually came to my house to tell me of this lunatic idea. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, before I had time to really think it through, I said yes. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the last thing he said before leaving was, uh, uh, learn your lines, we're shooting it. Uh, we have 12 days to shoot it. And, uh, and, it, and, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't really have enough time to panic as okay. much as we should have. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. If we'd known we were going to be here, I, I'm sure I would have <laughs> crapped myself. But, uh, but uh, well, I did that anyway. But, um, but See, no, it's true. It was, uh, it was all... It was the best 12 minutes of my life, is, how, <laughs> is what it felt like. <laughs> Fair enough. So you had about two to three <coughs> weeks to, to learn the lines. Was that difficult, or was this already embedded in your head to an extent? Uh, you, what, I had learned the part just in case <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, in case. they came to <laughs> me and said, you know, know, yeah, I keep support. all of Shakespeare's <laughs> leading men just <laughs> locked away so I can uh, flip through. Oh, Hamlet today, right. No. Um, Don't you have that? I have that. We... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, the, the lines were tricky, but we were always kind of wandering around. Uh, every, you know, the whole cast was, if, so, if a group were shooting, uh, you know, on one corner, then you'd see actors in the other corner, you know, murmuring <laughs> to themselves and, uh, you know, getting ready for the next, uh, the next piece. And we, we knew each other, so we yeah. would, even if Joss wasn't available, I would call Alexis and be like, I'm coming over, mm. and we would just run lines for hours, and then Joss would have his lunch break and sneak away and <laughs> say, don't tell Marvel I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell Marvel. Marvel doesn't know this movie. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the clip now. This is a uh, uh, very early on in the movie. This is where Benedict and Beatrice uh, are reunited. I think this is your daughter. Her mother hath many times told me so. Were you in doubt, sir, that you asked her? Signor Benedict, no. For then were you a child. Truly, truly, the lady fathers herself. Be happy, lady, for you are like an honorable father. If Signor Leonato be her father, she would not have his head on her shoulders for all Messina, as like him as she is. I wonder that you would still be talking, Signor Benedict. Nobody marks you. What, my dear lady, disdain, are you yet living? Is it possible disdain should die while she hath such meat food defeated as Signor Benedict? Courtesy itself must convert to disdain if you come in her presence. Then is courtesy a turncoat. But it is certain I am loved of all ladies, only you accepted. <laughs> Joss, um, how it's long so much funnier when you see it in the theater. <laughs> um, anyway, after that, uh, no. <laughs> You'll never believe it. this, but they get together. <laughs> oh, no, you've ruined it. Don't tell them oh, the story. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> How long now have you been uh, holding Shakespeare readings in your house with your repertory company, so to speak? We had a sort of a golden age um, before I had children. Um, <laughs> now I'm having another golden age. I love my kids, but, they, you know, babies make it hard. Um, uh, for, it seemed like a couple of years when we were doing like seasons four and five of Buffy and sort of in the middle of all that. Um, because I know that Firefly people started coming in mm -hmm. uh, after we'd started. You were just coming on Angel when we 
Yeah. We had just started them. When, I, you had you, done, done a few. We've yeah. done a few, yeah. So um, for you know a couple of seasons, I would say, it was, it was once a month or every other week we okay. could. We went through a number of plays. Okay. And how did you guys get involved? Was the first time uh, Joss called you up and said, come around, we'll read a play? With the readings? Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it was, I think, you know, fairly early Buffy <coughs> days. I, I came onto Buffy in season three, and I think by then... Um, or, or right around that time, he identified that there were a few people, you know, James Marsters had a, a, a background, mm -hmm. uh, there were a couple of others, and uh, I mean, actually, I'm not speaking out of turn, but this goes back to, you know, your childhood, doesn't it, Th this idea, yes. you know, his family would have these readings, I think that, um, and that, that's how, that's... But they weren't invited. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't um, so much exist. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there were a few, of a few actors floating around that, that uh, love Shakespeare, and then... Uh, and then they fleshed it out with people from the writer's room and friends and family even. I mean, it wasn't, it, it, it was just very breezy and low expectation. It was, you know, the plays speak for themselves and it was great fun if you wanted to, he would cast people completely wrong for who they are, uh, which was kind of wonderful in a way. I know Joss has said, I hope you don't mind me uh, borrowing it, but he, he saw uh, when Amy read Lady Capulet a role that she's still just a little bit early for her to play, <laughs> um, but and yet she brought something so wonderful that it unlocked some uh, amazing ideas for her character on Angel, so uh, mm. it was very much the spirit of fun, and who's who fun and who's available, I think, <laughs> is the, the key combination. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say, you guys may not know this, but I'm sure most of you do know this, but Joss, you played Hamlet uh, uh, in one of your, your readings. This I appeared in my living room. <laughs> um, definitive. <laughs> it was a definitive living room Hamlet. <laughs> Cancelled after one performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Amy and uh, Alexis, you were you were privy to this. You witnessed this Hamlet. How was it? It well, was Ophelia. So yeah, it was yeah. phenomenal. It was it's electric. I've been telling the press line that I that <laughs> I want it to be his coming out party as an actor, as him playing Hamlet. It was fantastic. Yeah. I've still got another thirty years before <laughs> it's for me it's to do that. Right. And you've got plenty of time in your schedule, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, let's have another clip now, and then we'll have questions from you guys. Uh, Liz, is a, I see in the movie where Benedict overhears something that perhaps, well, he kind of shouldn't. And it's a nice little nod to Apple here as well. Let's take a look. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, I miss your love. I will hide me in the arbor. Come, shall we hear this music? Yay, my good lord. What was it you told me of today? That your niece Beatrice was in love with Signor Benedict? I didn't ever think that lady would have loved any man. No, nor I either. But most wonderful that she should so dote on Signor Benedict, whom she hath in all outward behavior seemed ever to abhor. It's possible. Sits the wind in that corner. By my troth, my lord, I cannot tell what to think of it, but that she loves him with an enraged affection. It is past the infinite of thought. Mm. You amaze me. I, I had thought her spirit was invincible against all assaults of affection. I would have sworn it had, my lord. Especially against Benedict. Has she made her affection known to Benedict? No. And swear she never will. That is her torment. Yeah. Tis true. Indeed. So your daughter says, shall I, she says, that so oft encountered him with scorn, write to him that I love him? 
Oh, she railed at herself that she should be so immodest to write to one that she knew would flout her. I measure him, says she, by my own spirit, for I should flout him if he writ to me. Yea, though I love him, I should. <laughs> ah, the old gags are the best gags. <laughs> Never too cheap. <laughs> Joss, I don't recall Shakespeare writing and then they press play on an iPod. <laughs> no, he does. It's he in does. A, it's oh, in it's a folio, okay. not the photo. Okay. okay. <laughs> a lot of people miss that. <laughs> uh, let's take some questions from you guys now. Uh, hands up in the air. We have Rovi microphones going around. Uh, so there's a lady over here. And apologies, we're not going to get you on. Sorry. Hi. Um, Joss, given your reputation for strong female characters, would you consider adapting Taming of the Shrew? And what would you do about the perceived misogyny? Not adapt it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's high on my list. <laughs> okay, next, next question, please. There's the lady here in the uh, front row. Thank you. Hey, Joss. Um, you seem to be taking over the market now with Avengers, obviously Buffy and Angel, but um, with Fireflies, you've always had the fan base, and I know you said once um, Veronica Mars has got the reboot, you couldn't do it with Firefly. But have you ever thought to get the fans to try and um, earn the money to get the rights back to you? So then those that want to dress up and honor you in the Jane hats don't get sued. <laughs> that would be lovely if people could wear a Jane hat without being shot in the street. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, I, I, you know, you're talking about a great deal of money. You're talking about a great deal of, of lawyers. Um, it, uh, it, it's, a, it's a sticky place. The fact of the matter is, um, you know, I, I just can't, um, unless somebody, unless one of them decides they want to make it work on their end, there's very little I can do on mine, given my schedule. Obviously, would I love to bring the crew back together? Yes, I would love to bring the crew back together. But besides the fact that they all have jobs, I'm very happy to say, mm -hmm. there is always that monkey's paw terror that it won't be quite the same as it was. And then we'll all feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, see those hands. There's a lady here in the third row. Hi. Um, I come originally from Israel, and there we have a very um, large geeky community. We're doing a lot of, uh, we used to do a lot of productions, like fan productions of uh, Angel, Buffy, everything Firefly. And I know we're not the only one in the world. There are a lot of fan communities all over the world. We even got sued once by Fox. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's a, it's a mitzvah. <laughs> it really is. Um, Who I hasn't just been sued by Fox? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, my question is, I guess to all of you, uh, what it means to you um, that other people are taking your uh, creation and are taking their own take on it pretty much um, like doing the, the, the musicals or um, their own fan productions. I mean, do you like it? Does it annoy you? Uh, are you honored? Yeah. I don't know. That's what we did with Much Ado, so <laughs> 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 we're stealing from other people too. Yeah, for what, 45 years, it's all yours, right? <laughs> do what you want. Um, I love it. I love it because um, I didn't play any of the parts, and so I don't have to be offended. <laughs> but um, uh, I, because it, it means that people are internalizing the stories so much that they're then externalizing it. And that's, that's the all any artist ever wants. 
Um, that and residuals, my Fox lawyer. <laughs> Lady over here, please. Thank you. And then I'll come back over here. Hi, Joss. Um, thank you for coming tonight. Um, I had a question. This is your first time composing. Um, and I was wondering what that process was like, and are there any composers who influence you? I don't think I'm good enough oh. at it to actually point to any composers who influence me. Um, uh, I, I really can't even play many of the things I write very well. Um, but uh, it was wonderful. I mean, it was very, uh, it was very freeing. It was very terrifying. I didn't have any template. I didn't have it. We didn't temp. The, you know, whenever you cut together a movie, you temp score the entire thing. Um, it's just part of the process. And we didn't do that with this because the music obviously is, is the language. Um, so uh, it was, I would say if I had to pick something, you know, uh, John Williams' dub but the later work, um, Elmer Bernstein's score for The Grifters, uh, Mark O'Connor's fanfare for The Volunteer, there's a couple things that sort of just stick with me that I, every now and then I hear something, go, oh, I think that's what I'm aping a little bit. But... Um, uh, it's mostly panic, and then and followed by relief. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, there was a lady over here. Yes, I think in the with the glasses in the uh, second row. And then there was a chap right at the back. Yeah. Okay, I see you. Hello. Hold on. I'm pulling out an Apple product, so it's okay that I'm looking at my phone. Calling me, but I don't think I need it now. So, so um, I have a question for all of you, basically. Um, first of all, uh, if you hadn't been prompted by your wife to go ahead and do this. Um, do you think you would have ever done a Shakespeare? Um, and also for you guys, um, if you were, did you ever think that you would be in a movie ad adaptation of a Shakespeare? And if so, what would your ideal character would have been? Uh, would what would it have been? <laughs> Sorry. For me, um, no, I don't. I, I, it had been almost ten years since they had read it at the house, and I had said to Kai, I, we should film that someday. <laughs> and um, eventually, you know, if she hadn't gone, someday should be a day that happens <laughs> instead of you wandering around going, <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm a great, I'm, I'm, I'm great not only of a guy who doesn't get things done, but a guy who has a few drinks and then promises, well, you know, we should make a movie of that. <laughs> You'll start it. We can sh we'll shoot it fast. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to remember this in the morning. It's going to be great. <laughs> I call you really soon. I'm a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what his house looks like. I don't think I ever had... Luckily, Joss didn't tell us that he even had the thought that he should make a movie of this, or we would have been annoying him every day saying, <laughs> yeah. can we do it now? Um, and even, I think, the day that I showed up at his house and saw movie trucks, I was like, oh, uh, you mean a real movie? <laughs> I, I kind of thought it was going to be his iPhone and <laughs> for his own enjoyment, which would have been fun, too. <laughs> because it's a wonderful product. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was I sitting around just waiting for this to happen. No, I, you don't. Uh, Shakespeare in general, I although I love, it's it's not the material that you're you're drumming your thumbs, thinking, oh, any minute now the phone's gonna ring with another Shakespeare movie. <laughs> um, but this, uh, having not dreamed about it, this ended up being a dream come true. So it is hard to say that. 
um, there's something else that I was hoping for or wishing for because, I, I mean, you know, to work with Joss and Amy it already means that I couldn't be happier. And then the fact that it's uh, a play by William Shakespeare and then the fact that it's Benedict, I mean, it was just, this, this ticked every, you know, every wonderful box I could think of. Really. Okay. But since she asked, the phone rings. It's another Shakespeare <laughs> movie. We want you to play blank. What would, what would you hope that might be? Um, Doesn't have to be the only one, but what would be a good one? I mean, uh, I was thinking the other day, if I could send one, if I could put in a capsule and bury it on another planet, the play that I would send is Hamlet. Yeah. Um, it just, ev it, everything is there. If, if you just have to, like take one thing from, you know, the playwriting of mankind, that's the, well, that and probably uh, there's an episode of Angel I'm really proud of. I've sent <laughs> out, um, uh, maybe once more with feeling I would send out there. We got time for, I mean, character. Yeah, I mean, I would be lying to say that Alexis is like, I never sit at home and read Shakespeare monologues. I might have read some Beatrice lines <laughs> while I was waiting just in my own fun time. <laughs> um, so this is a dream part, but I'd love to, I mean, I like, I'm a, a sucker for the comedies. I love Helena, Viola, any of those. Okay. Uh, we've got time for just a couple of last <coughs> questions. There's a gentleman right by the, the pillar there on the right-hand side. Hiya, um, Ramsey here. Thanks for coming out and all that stuff. Um, one of the many reasons why Shakespeare's plays have lasted so long is because um, storytellers have found new things in them. And I was wanted to find out what new things, if, you, if you've discovered any new things about this particular play. Sex and, and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I was the one who drew you that picture. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, nice. That's really good. <laughs> that's awesome. You get the eye color right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you thought I was kidding, right? With the sex and drinking? <laughs> um, you, you know, uh, I, apart from, yeah, sort of amping the, the sort of the fervor of the thing and actually having everybody drinking a great deal, not just because it felt right for this sort of, uh, this party that does not end even perhaps when it should, but also because there are certain decisions people make in this, in this text that only make sense if they're super drunk. <laughs> um, but also <laughs> for me, and what I, why I thought that I have the right to make a film of this was, was finding in it the, the, the sadness, the darkness, and the, the, the flip side of what's so hilarious about these guys is that you know, while they're being manipulated into having a, a, a rom-com, other people are being manipulated into you know, being <coughs> torn apart, and it's all part of the same thing. And so when Don Pedro says, Cupid is no longer an archer, his glory shall be ours, for we are the only love gods, to me, that says, you know, these behaviors are societal. They're imposed. We just play with people. And we have ways that we're we think we're supposed to, to act um, and ways we're supposed to pocket and explain these emotions that we can't contain and that ma real mature love comes from sort of pulling yourself outside of that game. That, to me, is, is something I hadn't seen in the productions that I've watched. Uh, I think we've got time for one last question. Uh, let me see. Hi, uh, it's nice to see you today. Um, uh, this is a question for uh, Alexis and Amy. Um, uh, you've acted together um, in Angel, and you've kind of done two relationships in that same series, and this is um, the third. So I was wondering if you could talk about 
um, what's continuous between your uh, working relationship, the different characters you play, and what what is different um, and what's evolved between you two as professionals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've said this before. Amy is a nightmare. <laughs> um, I was saying on the, uh, you'll see it on the commentary. She's late. There's usually a little piece of food just hanging off of her. No, I, I Amy is, uh, you know, my, uh, I, I, I would watch Amy do anything. So the chance to act with her is, is, um, is, is just phenomenal. I always, she always makes me better. Um, I think, uh, I think we, you know, there was, there was more, it, w- it was a shame when the cancellation come, had, it came for Angel because we were, we were all, the three of us were getting excited about, uh, about the possibilities that, that had opened up, you know, in the course of those five years. And so um, this, isn't, this isn't the continuation of, of Wesley and Fred, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a sweet, there's a sweetness there if you followed that, that, rela- that relationship, I would say, for sure. Um, and I, you know, I'm going to start to blush talking about her, but I, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I mean, it's just with Amy, all, all I have to do is just stand there and watch her and try to remember that I, that I have a line coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, I'd gone first, because you... <laughs> 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 but, you know, when you've got the smartest guy in the world acting against Joss is with here. you. Joss is here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. As an actor. The two smartest guys. But, I, I mean, this normally this would have been a really scary <coughs> experience, but when I knew that I was going to have these two guys and the relationship that we had and all three of us had, had built during Angel, it, it just made it I sort of forgot to get scared and just went straight <laughs> to the, this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened <laughs> to me. Um, and, yeah, I... I um, Someone's making up I, the iPad. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's just robot cicadas <laughs> that are going to kill us all. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you, Man of Steel, for ending that <laughs> scary sound. <laughs> Oh, is Man of Steel in town? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't oh, great! Plug yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> they need the help. Wow, is this your first time? <laughs> oh, is Avengers Assemble in town? <laughs> I. Uh, number two. Damn it! No, much. I'll explain later. So slow. <laughs> Hey, she was talking about world. me. Can we just go back to... Uh, <laughs> Dave, yeah, yeah. Let's continue. I'm on. talking just about resume. you. <laughs> you were talking about the, uh, the two smartest guys in the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty lucky. And obviously they're showing off how smart <laughs> 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 What? Never. Show off for Amy? How dare you? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't... I, it's... I'm speechless. <laughs> no, you know what I just want to say? Uh, as, uh, you know... Uh, there is a special chemistry, but it's not, it's not Amy and Alexis. It really is Amy, Alexis, and Joss. When, you, when the three of us are together, then for me, that's, that's the special combination. And you know, everything you see in those scenes uh, is, is as much him as it is us. And there's just um, something happens. It's very hard to describe, isn't it? I mean, we, we've... Well, the first thing that they ever did together 
was um, a scene I wrote just as a screen test for Amy, uh, in which it appeared as though Alexis and J. August Richards were both under a spell um, that made them fall in love with Amy. Uh, in a very Shakespearean manner. Yes. And we might have spoken in iambic pentameter. Yes. <laughs> I, might, I might have explained our relationship for the next 10 years <laughs> uh, the first time we ever all three worked together yeah. without realizing it. Yeah, uh, perfectly. It's perfectly. not our fault. There's a spell. <laughs> And sadly, this film must come to an end. London traffic has conspired against us. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. But uh, thanks for coming. Thanks Thank for the questions. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thanks, everybody. most of all, Alexis so Denisov, Amy Acker, and Sean Sweden. Thank, Thank you very much. much.